Hey, yo, is this mic on? Oh, shit. Welcome back, y'all. This is episode 17 of the BMM podcast. Episode 17, y'all. We, uh, we you know, kind of getting it popping, you know? Yeah, yeah. David, you're back in the building. Back we in the building, y'all. Hey. Our ass is back, man, ready to enforce. <laughs> lay it down, lay it, the smack it down. Let everybody know what their role is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we missed you last week. Last week, we had uh, DeAndre, your, your homeboy on the podcast, talking about some real estate stuff. So hopefully, y'all listened to last week's episode. It was pretty, some pretty good information, for sure. It was. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. We talked about, what were we talking about last week? Last week, we talked about how the relationship podcast game is oversaturated. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of tired of seeing black folks talk about relationship shit online and just it's just getting old at this point. Like, what what more can you say? Um, That's always. I mean, I think, but it's a good space though. And the reason I'm why I think though, relationship podcasts are taking off is because I mean, look at like te- I'm tired. Uh, I'm like tired you know, Kevin Samuel. What's that brother? Derek Jackson. Oh, that, that scam artist. Like, you know I, I, I get it. It's interesting. No, you know, but you everybody know, wants love. Everybody wants to find the one. Everybody, exactly. Everybody, so like, you can monetize that. Nobody, nobody can f- seem to figure out this whole relationship. It's really not that hard. No, but think about think about. Who are really watching these channels? It's women. Uh, and women did I mean, something. men too. Men too. I, men I, I'm too. just tired of. It. I just if I hear one more podcast talking about all oh, black men and women, we need that. Like fam, I don't want to hear this shit. Like it's a million pod. Anyway, I don't get tired. of But it. today we have a whole new set of topics. Um, we're gonna start off with ice. Well, first off, mental health check. What y'all been up to this week? What's been going on? Uh, just been chilling, just relaxing this week. Still put them in every. That is week. your narrative every week. I just been chilling, <laughs> chilling, relaxing. <laughs> I just been chilling. Um, no, 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 no. Also, also, I looked at my, I looked at my, I looked at myself in the mirror like, man, I need to get my ass in the gym. I'm fat. Yeah, man. Like you was doing good, bro. What happened? Like, you oh was man, waking what, up early and going to the gym. What happened was, man. Oh, I started applying for. I started working up early and applying for jobs. Oh, okay. So you're like, yeah, like let me shift gears. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um. So this week, man, I took Caleb. So you know, on Monday, um. WWE was here, so I took him to Monday Night Raw. How was that? Oh, yeah, I just see that in your story. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was cool, man. It was really cool getting to, uh, you know, experience that live. And, you know, I was when I was younger, I was a big wrestling fan. Not not as much as now. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, like, like you know, his, his favorite wrestler is still, like, John Cena, even though John Cena isn't really you wrestling no more. You can't see me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, man, it's a great experience. It's great seeing people. Like, people really love wrestling. Like, I mean, when I was in the crowd, you could tell, bro, like, 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 like there are people cheering the wrestlers. Like, kill him! Kill him! And I'm just like, yeah. hold wrestling, on, this brother, like... always a big thing, yeah. Like, it's yeah. always a big thing. It's always a big spectacle. Very hype. Um, yeah. Super hype crowd. Um, Really good experience. Like, I mean... And then, of course, like, you know, people always, like, get crazy when, like, the wrestlers, like, Go like through the crowd and like walk up and down the arenas and stuff like that. People were just going wild. So let me ask you. So your job, you get weekends off. Yeah, I get weekends off. Oh, see, yeah. see, I need that shit in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need that in my life. No, no, yeah, but this was Monday night, so it's not like yeah. I mean, but it wasn't too late. Like, so it ends around like ten. So it starts at like about six thirty. Ends around ten. You oh, know, so, so there's still you, enough you time. To, so you going at eight? So you probably off at like what five, six? Yeah, about five. Yeah, yeah that's that. I need that type of that type of balance yeah, in my life. Yeah, man. That, <laughs> Yeah, man, like having the weekends off, I think that's imperative. Like, I think I think as you get older, it is. You know, I was last podcast, we was kind of talking about this because as you guys know, I'm going through a bit of a career change right now. But one thing I'm not willing to compromise on is a higher salary if I can't have that work-life balance. So just like you were saying, eight to five weekends off. If I had that, my, I think my mental health and my work-life balance will be so much higher because, you know, on the weekends, that's when everybody else is off. You know, you can be with your friends. You can go here. You can do that. You can go to different events. You can fly out for the weekend, come back, go back to work Monday versus having like during the week, 
everybody else is at work, so you're like stuck like doing nothing. So yeah, exactly. Like look, look, like you have to try to fit in where you can get in. Yeah, basically. yeah. yeah. So yeah I'm not, I'm not willing to compromise on that now. So yeah. Oh, uh, this week is for me. I just been working on content like crazy. Uh, my YouTube channel has been kind of really snowballing. Yeah, man, it's been blowing up. Yeah, man. I, hit I, a thou- I hit a thousand subs, so now I'm just really trying to capitalize off the new track. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. You know, I've been when, you, when you got me and David on there playing video games with you, <laughs> we, we can definitely do. It. I, I do want to do a spinoff. You know, once I kind of get settled down in Florida, I do want to do kind of like a spin a spinoff podcast, like a gaming centric podcast. And I'm pretty sure your boy who listens to us, DeAndre, you talking about Keith. You, yeah, the one yeah, with the yeah, I, my I, boy. Shout out to my boy Keith. I'm pretty sure he would want to be a part of that. So yeah, we could definitely get a crew together, you know, for the BMM gaming podcast. What we decide. Yeah, I like so, that. So, so I like new, that. So it can be the new RC world. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, but, but no, I think we. It is nice to have like kind of like a spinoff show where we do talk. Like one thing about this podcast, this is kind of like a general podcast. Yeah, you know, we can talk about everything. Like people, are like what do you? What is your podcast? Oh, this is a variety pod. So this is kind of like a variety pod where we talk about like recent events, blah blah blah. But with the gaming podcast, we can focus strictly on gaming. Like like yeah. today, for example, the Pokemon event happened, and I don't think this podcast would be the appropriate place to talk about it. So. If we have like a dedicated podcast for gaming, I think that will bring in not only a new audience, but it will help grow this podcast as well. But that's that's more business talk. I'm not going to get into that. But besides that, I've been working on content, uh, different reviews for my channel. I've been working on the uh, the podcast stuff behind the scenes. Slowly but surely kind of getting the website foundation laid down, bmm.com or blackmetamafia.com. I, hey. I went in, we, we already have the domain. I went on Google Domains and bought that domain. I may go ahead and snag. How much did you pay for it? I think it's like 15 a year. Domains are not that expensive. Yeah, right? not really. But yeah, you, I want to get that. And I also want to get the bmm.com as well. So I can just have two domains just in case. But um, been working on that. You know, Square, I'm kind of figuring out like where I want to host it. I'm leaning more towards Squarespace because they just have the prettiest templates and more customization options. So... That's that. Um, and I'm just preparing for this move for Florida. I'm super excited about that, yo. I have a, I have a lot of support down there, man. A lot of people saying, like, Des, you know, you're doing the right thing. You know, da, 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 da. I think it's going to be a good environment. So I think so, too. So that's pretty much what I've been up to for the most part this week. Just kind of focusing on the move, uh, the behind-the-scenes work, my own content, so on and so forth. So, yeah. That's what I like to hear, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the icebreaker today. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday and we were talking and she was asking me like, I was like, she was like, oh, you know, I like this song. I like that song. I'm like, you know, I don't even know who that is. She was referring to rappers or whatever. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. She's like, what you mean? I said, I don't even listen to rap no more. Like, she's like, well, what do you listen to? I'm like, you know, every other genre besides hip hop, like R&B, house, um, progressive, trance, J-pop, all this and I find I don't really listen to rap that much. So I bring the question to Icebreaker. Do you think we have outgrown hip-hop and hip-hop culture as it stands today? Hell now, no. me, I have a Wu-Tang Clan hoodie on right now, you know? So obviously, I love hip-hop, the golden era. You know, I feel like the golden era is from, like, 1988 to 99. I think that was, to me, that was where, like, the best hip-hop was produced. You know, Wu-Tang Clan, Fuji's, Nas, Jay, Mob Deep, um, Outkast, uh, UGK, uh, all all that stuff from the '90s. That's what I primarily listen to when I want to throw in. And of course, some of the newer guys too, like Kendrick, yeah. J Cole, Joey right. Badass. He just dropped a dope album. Uh, Westside Boogie, Eminem, Griselda. There, there's some guys that I listen to uh, today. That's oh, pretty dope. Oh, you've got Jay Z, your man. Jay Z. I said Jay Z. I said Jay. Uh, you know, because uh, that, that's that's the type of hip hop that I, you know, in high school I used to listen to a lot of Lupe Fiasco. Oh, Lupe was dope. Still listen to his his album Drill Music and Zion. That's one of my favorite albums this year. Very dope album. Uh, a lot of Lupe Fiasco, Charles mm-hmm. Hamilton, um, Mickey Fax. Who else? Was I was listening to in high school. Pharrell, Kanye. 
Common, like a lot of that stuff. So a lot of I, East Coast people. Yeah. So when I look, ain't, at, no, ain't no juvenile on there. Ain't no I, little no, Wayne. I, like, I like old cash money. So, so, you I like, you no, 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 okay. From the South. All right. So you, if we're just talking to the South, I, I like, I do like old Bootsy and Webby. I think Savage Life One is a classic. Um, I like Little Wayne Carter One and Carter Two. Now Car- three, Carter Three was live. I, Carter Three was live. I think Carter Three is probably his most popular album. Carter I don't, Four, I don't, Car- I don't think it's his best by no, far. No, 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 no. It's better than Carter Four. Carter Four was up. I will say it's better than Carter Four. Even though Carter Four wasn't bad, I, I, I do think Carter Three was better than Carter. But if I, if I were to pick one Little Wayne album, it'll either be Carter One or Carter. I think Carter, I, I think Carter Two lyrically is his best piece of work. Hustler music is still my shit. Yeah, I, I love Hustler music. I'll give, I'll give you that. <laughs> Yeah, who else is from South was high? Um, I listen to a lot of Outkast. I don't Outkast know if, is dope. I don't know if you heard of this group called Little Brother. Uh, they're no. from North Carolina. Fonte, Big Poo, Ninth Wonder. Uh, that's. Tony, uh, I'm, shocked, I'm shocked you ain't saying nothing about T Pain. Uh, T I T Pain, yeah. The, that's your man. Yeah, T Pain. Uh, T I listened to a lot of that. A lot of old Ludacris. So there were some people from the South. Oh, Ludacris was hot. Yeah, Ludacris. Yeah, man, he was a man, bro. I like old Trick Daddy as well. So there were some stuff I used to rock uh, with. Uh, you know, growing up in Florida, I used to hear all this shit. So like the old Trick Daddies and Uncle Luke's and all that. I used to you know bass music i used to listen to that but you know you know someone who used to be hot who nelly oh, oh yeah. yeah he was a man back in yeah. the like 2000 but i don't yeah. know like killing the game when i really got into hip-hop like really got it like buying my own albums and going on the hip-hop forums i really gravitated towards east coast hip-hop so like jay-z nas yeah L-L, cool j mob like Wu-Tang fat joe Klan, big I'm, pun fat J yeah stuff like that i've yeah. never really got into east coast East Coast hip hop. I think it was just the li- like lyrically, we just on a whole nother level. Like yeah. the South was always you had lyrical dudes in the South. Like you had like your Ti because Ti, believe it or not, is very lyrical when he wants to be. Yeah. Uh, you had yeah. Ludacris who can actually rap. You had Outkast. You know, AT Aliens is one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah. Uh, UGK. You know, with Pimp C talking all this pimp shit and Bun B with the smooth flow. You, Scarface. Scarface Face. and the Ghetto Boys. Like you had dudes from the South that was really doing it. But when you listen to East Coast hip hop. It's stuff that you have to really sit and th- like you have to sit with it. Like I feel like if I listen to Jay Z and Nas, I can't be doing anything else. Or if I listen to like a Lupe Fiasco, I have to really sit down and digest what they're saying. Because I, it's like a thinking man. Yeah, I I, I, I gravitated more towards yeah. that versus just like your party, you know. Right I think. Around I mean, I think the thing is now with hip hop, what people don't realize. I mean, and with any genre of music, it's starting to become more like echo. It coalesces into like another genre as well. So okay, so for instance, in the 2010s, right? Like you had like Drake come out, and then Drake was doing the thing where he's rapping and he's singing. Now, now that's will, starting yeah. to be I will the give, standard thing. I right? will give Drake credit. Like Drake came out. I guess like so far gone. Yeah, because my, my my high school girlfriend, she was like obsessed with Drake. Like when so far gone came out, like. He used to play the Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, all every day. I was in college, but um. What? Oh yeah, you're older. Than, yeah, that's right. That's right. But I was in high school when So Far Gone came out, and I remember um, Drake kind of being like the happy medium because people forget before Drake came out, lyrics were not really like we were still like in the lean with it, rock with it, walk it out. Yeah. Era. So Drake- that, that, that was that was coming. That was kind of coming. That was kind of coming to a. And but when Drake came out with like you know best I ever had and he was actually rapping like on so far gone it was kind of like a happy medium and then of course yeah. you had Lupe and you had these other guys as well but I no. think Drake was kind of like the one that kind of bridged the gap a little bit no cause when I cause when I graduated uh that like oh eight oh nine period 
It was a stanky leg, the Ricky Bobby. Looking back at that, I hated that era. Oh, that that's, that shit was live. You I know, hated that era. So now you couldn't do the stanky leg. That was live. That's when Nas said hip hop was dead when Soldier Boy and all that came. Now I will Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy revolution the game. I will give Soldier Boy props from a marketing standpoint. He was really the first rapper that we seen really take advantage of YouTube, uh, the internet, the way that he did. Like nobody before Soldier was really doing that like that. Of course, afterwards you had other people who kind of used like the. I guess they call it like the blog era where you had like two dope boys and Dat Piff and all these other websites. But he used to be in the Hall of Fame of hip hop. Um, Soldier Boy really kind of revolutionized it. And Soldier he Boy, he was one of the ones. He was young too. John. Yeah. Oh. No hate on Big Soldier. I don't want no beef with Draco. Shoot out. Hey. But shoot out. He, Soldier Boy really kind of embodied one of the elements of hip hop, which is you always need that party fun element of hip hop. Because when you yes. think about where hip hop came Goodbye. from, it came from the party scene. You know, it yeah. came from that. You had, you know, you have old heads who talk shit about Soldier Boy, but back in the day, y'all had Kid and Play and um, <laughs> y'all had, uh, what's, what's the whole Humpty, do the Humpty Hump and all that shit. Oh, yeah, so, Digital <laughs> Underground. Digital Underground. Yeah, so you always had that kind of like party element when it came to hip hop. So I wasn't too mad at that, but I mean, well, but you have to like remember like how hip hop started, where it was kind of like in this party type atmosphere, yes. like Sugar Hill, right? Like you know what I'm saying, like Rappers Delight, you know? <laughs> uh, Curtis Blow, like you know, Curtis what I'm Blow, saying? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So so you so like whenever you look at hip hop, you really have to look at where its origins and like because hip hop is evolving. Like regardless of what people say, hip hop is not dead. Um, it felt like it was dead. It felt like my maybe it was on life support. I think like, you know, in the mid two thousand definition of hip hop because I think the state of hip hop today, it's not something that I as a thirty year old and I say thirty, I'm not really thirty. Yeah, I'm rounding up, but <laughs> something as a thirty year old man, I just cannot. I feel like I've outgrown it from just a subject matter because nowadays. When you look at like the top rappers, right, today, I'm not talking about like the people that you listen to on your Apple music or whatever, like the people who are being like touted as like the L- next up. Oh, when next you look up? at when you look at their subject matter and you look at the stuff that they talk about and you see like the imagery they put out and you see like all this shit, like to me, it just But you have to like think hip hop There's a lack of balance. Look, yeah. hip hop is about people expressing themselves. Yes. Right. And you know, music is always going to tie into whatever the time is, right? I get so, it. It's a reflection so, of culture. So, like, how in the 90s, right? Like, we talked a lot about fuck the police, and we talked about, yeah. you know, police brutality. Like, we talked about drugs. Look, uh, um, Too Short, <laughs> like, one of my favorite Too Short songs. Oh, yeah, Too the, Short, yeah. The Ghetto, like, you know what I'm saying? Where he's talking about stuff that he was living and witnessing. And then, like, so one of my favorite, mo- like, modern art, like artists is uh, Juice World, right? And, like, I was listening to his album the other night, who? And Juice, Juice World. World, man, come on! He, he, oh, I love that album. Um, you know, I, I, was, I, I don't know any Juice World song besides the one he did. With I, the one, uh, I love the album he did with with Future. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, but like, but basically, what I so like my point is, you know, when you listen to the music and you hear how he's basically talking about his experiences and like how drugs tie into that, you know, like like it's almost like a biography, right? For like right. how a lot of these people. Are like look for what they're going through, like what they've been through, like you know what I'm saying. Um, and I think sometimes it's hard to relate because because when I really like listen and like follow along with the lyrics, I'm like it's very tragic, it's very sad. And then to see what happened to him in the real world is just like you're like oh man, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. But but in the same thing, like hip hop is art, just like movies and anything else. And so I, I think I guess my issue is just the lack of 
the the lack of balance because for every future we don't have a Kendrick Lamar like yeah, there's more exactly. futures than Kendrick but, Lamar but it's always been like that so like I yeah, remember during true. the 90s yeah. so like one of my dad's favorite albums and then one of my favorite albums of all time is um Black Stars uh Ooh, yeah yeah oh, so yeah. and like Black Stars so so like Black Stars is this hip hop group made up so, like, of Twilight Quali and most, most, most Yasin right? Bay I think that's like, the name now yeah yeah like Yasin Bay but it's one of the best albums, the best albums yeah, and it's just right. like I know some people are listening like who are these cats? Google it. Look it up now. They actually, get they actually came out with a new app. I think it was exclusive on some app called Lumify or something like that. Really? Yeah, I they, haven't heard of that. Yeah, I, I didn't hear about it either. I just happened to like I'm gonna have look to check that out. People were talking about it, but I didn't know that. But yeah, no, Black Star, Twilight Quali, Most Def. Um, I'm a big Wu Tang Clan fan, so I listen to a lot of like Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, Jizza, uh, Method Man, Inspector Deck. Um, I don't listen. I don't. I've never jammed a Wu Tang album in my life. Oh, you you're not a hip hop fan, dog. No, but I'm not a big. You, 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 you got to go, go back. You got to go back to the '90s, 36 Chambers, and then go a, listen to all the other. Ones. Okay, so look, when people bring up real hip hop, I have like your neck. I have certain songs that come in my mind, right? Real so I hip-hop. think. Okay. Notorious B.I.G. Give me the loot. I think uh, Shook Ones Part Two. I think um, Illmatic. The entire album from beginning to finish. I will say, um, as a fan of Nas, it was written is probably my favorite album. Um, mm. Illmatic. I get it. Illmatic is a classic. You can listen to Illmatic from front to back. You know, yeah. the world is that. You know, you can listen to all that shit from front to back. But I always tend to like it was written a little bit more, but. Yeah, but I've never been a fan of. I've never been a huge fan of East Coast people. I don't know. I just like substance in my hip hop. Like I just feel like a lot of times when I listen to some of these guys that people recognize. You know, in my last job, I used to work around like a lot of younger kids or whatever, yeah. or younger the younger generation. You know, college age kids or kids who are just getting out of high school stuff like that. So I used to always ask them, you know, what are you listening to? Like, what who's hot right now? Like, who who is on TikTok? Like, what are y'all listening to? They used Kanye to be, West. Kanye West can do no wrong. They give me a list of people, you know, um, you know, and some of the stuff that, you know, and I, and I try to give it a chance, you know, I say, you know what, maybe there's something here that I'm missing. And I, and I throw some, I'm not, I'm not going to say any names. I don't want to burn no bridges, you know, whatever. But when I, when I hear some of this music, I'm just like, how are we listening to this? There's no substance. The entire album has like one subject matter or a handful of subject matter. There's no substance. But then when I say, oh, you know, let me throw in this Kendrick album. Oh, that's boring. We can't vibe to this. Like, what you mean? Like, like, do people just not want substance in their hip hop? Not, not every song. I mean, not every song. I mean, you could have your party records, but I cannot listen at this point. I cannot listen to a full album talking about nothing. And a lot of these albums that people say is so hot ain't talking about that. Like, I give you that future album that just came out. People are like, oh, this this album, is, this album is oh. the one with Kevin Samuels on it. Yeah, I ain't jamming. Oh, this album, this album is fantastic. I listen to the album like not talking about nothing. Like that's my that's my thing. And I feel like in hip hop. It's such a young man's sport where mm. this is the only genre. No, two chains in it, so. I mean, this is the only genre where the younger generation don't respect the elders or the people who came before. When you look at rock and Hold roll, up. you still have teenagers and kids who know who the Rolling Stones are. Rolling Stones can go on tour right now, sell out. But sure. Jay Z goes on tour. And he can't even sell out the he can't even sell out the Toyota Center. No, he can't sell out in the sound like I mean, but but even, WWE, but even WWE didn't sell out the Toyota Center. COVID is still a thing, so no, you have to but, keep that in mind. But Jay, like Jay Z's not Jay Z's one of the greatest rappers of all time, but his fan base is not the South. Even yeah. with the songs with UGK, G, nope. I guess, yeah. yeah. So, but think about this: the reason the young people don't respect the old people. Do you remember ten years ago when Soulja Boy got to be for Ice Cube, I mean, Ice T? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Soulja Boy was just trying to make me, uh, money. Who can I see? Oh, I don't like this music. 
Soldier Patrol told them off and people went out there like, if they, if they wasn't trying, that's why the young people don't respect the older could they come out? The, the older people I mean, always come out like, Even like hip hop artists, like they, you, you hear like, you know, we don't, I feel like hip hop artists, they don't really, because I remember, I forgot who this was, but he's like, I don't even know who Tupac and Biggie is. I don't know one Tupac. I'm like, what? But in rock think, and roll. But you got to think about how young they are. Because there's a lot of people. Is that an excuse though? Like if you're, if you say you love this genre and you yep. love this craft, you should take it upon yourself. And, and I know everybody don't have this mindset. So I'm, that just may be a me thing, but you should you should take some time to really learn where this shit came from. But like, but think about there, there's 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 people that weren't that weren't alive when them two when Biggie and Tupac was uh, made music. We got the internet now, true. No, but <laughs> that doesn't mean they. But also too though, people are a product of their times. Yes. So you have to like remember that. So I mean, okay, look, because I'm also a big cinema buff, right? Yeah. And like, I can't believe when I like, talk about a movie and people are like, I never seen. This class move. I never look. Look, I met people who like. I never seen The Godfather. I never seen Goodfellas. I never seen I Into Goodfella. Deep. Goodfella, I never man. seen Paid in Full. Paid I never full seen New classic. Jack City. Classic. Like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I, bro. Look, I met a brother who is not that much younger than me. He's like 25. He's like he's never seen Scarface. I was like, what? I was that uh, within the last 10 years. First time I'm seeing it. Yeah, so even with video movie. games, like some people are like, I never played Vice City, like the original Vice City when it came out. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I never played this that. People, that, that's a little different. I, people but, live in a bubble. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I, we won't stay on this too long. But I, I feel like hip hop as we get older, um, it's just something that I'm just slowly drifting away from because I just, I just can't identify what's going on now. You know, somebody said it best. We went from being the drug dealers to the drug users, and it's just like. I mean, both is not good. Don't get it too. Neither is good. Yeah, <laughs> I say bro. both is not good. But, both is terrible. But you know, just the lack of substance. It, it's funny because somebody also was like, "Yeah, we went from being the pimps to the simp's in the music too." Yeah, well, especially T Pain. I mean, you know, LL Cool J kind of was like the first Drake. I, I was having this kind of con- yeah, yeah. I was yeah. having this conversation with somebody else the, the other day, and I was like, you know, people got to put because LL is one of my favorite artists. Like, if you, you ever watch my Twitch streams, yeah, I always mention LL Cool J being like my my guy. Um, but when you look back at his career, he really was the first one to really like start simping on records, like stuff like "I Need Love" and "Hey Lover" and "Who Can Love You Better." And oh yeah, yeah I remember yeah, "Love yeah, You yeah, Better." LL Cool J, that's my guy. But uh, also, LL Cool J was talking about having a chick up in the uh, yeah. back of a jeep or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> doing I mean, it, like, doing yeah, it, doing it, doing it around. Yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. LL's so, my guy. So what I like though, I like when the artists they're like varied, right? Versus like. Okay, look, like somebody like T-Pain. T-Pain always had like these very simple records. Like, that's, oh, I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> Let me buy you a drink. Buy you a drink. And then the other one. That's a floater um, in them. I'm sprung. Hey. And she got me. Got me doing things I never do. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then just like. That's how floater people get down. That's true. <laughs> that's how floater. So, Miami, so it's we, a lot of simps up in Florida? Yeah. When we was in Miami, like that, a lot of the music sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Yeah. But, um. But nah, I, like, I like a lot of sounds coming out of uh, Florida, though, man. It's some, it's like, it's some real talent. I, I, I live in, I live in a time warp. I don't, I don't listen to when it comes to hip hop. Minus a, a cer- some exceptions, I don't go past ninety nine, two thousand. To be honest with you, okay. uh, maybe oh six. I was a big G Unit Rockefeller fan too. So you know that era was kind of like another golden era, where back when you had the rap crews like Dipset, Rockefeller, Rough Riders, and all that. But Rough Riders, yep. But that's what, people love the Rough Riders for some other reason. They, they like the, I, I think they like the symbolism. But no, if you, uh, the beats, the beats were fire. That's back when Swiss beats was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you had Eve and DMX. Like, DMX is also one of my. That's a, that's a, that's too. that's the problem with Jay Z. He don't even have a fire beats. I, I I disagree. I disagree. 
I disagree. <laughs> I mean, Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, Black Album. Yeah, I mean, now granted, his beats are not something you can ride around in a Chevy with your doors open to, but Th- that's how it should his be. His beats are smooth. Like, like only the, the, the one album he had the fire beats were the one the one album you don't like, the Magna Carta. That's the one album you don't that, like. That didn't fit him. I, I feel like, I feel them, like them beats were fire. I feel like those type of beats don't fit Jay. When I think of Jay Z. I think beats like Dead Presidents 2 or beats like the Pharrell joints like Change Clothes or like, um, what's another one? Fuck um, around. I, fuck or like around, Lost you know Ones. I got it. Lost Ones or like the whole 444 album. I think that fits Jay-Z. But, but that, that whole album like Fuck Around, You Know I Got That beat was fine. Him with Ross. <sighs> it's because it has more, it's more bass heavy. You can like yes. listen to it riding around and you know. But it's not that, it's not, what, what, if I want to play you, I want to better listen to my car. I want to be... In my car, think about what you're talking about. Oh my crash! <laughs> you got me listening to Jay Z. I'm like crash. Think about too deep. Well, what I mean, well, this is the thing, bro. Okay, <laughs> you have to know your audience, right? And some people, like, they're on different frequencies. So some people have higher frequencies, and some people have lower frequencies, right? So again, too, I mean, I'm not going to ever like look down on people for because again, I feel like sometimes when it comes to certain hip hop, there's like this elitism. Like, hold on, you don't listen to Kendrick Lamar. You don't, listen, you don't listen to Rock Kim and Eric B. Like what? <laughs> You ain't never listened to Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy what? Kane in '88. You already know K-R-C. Big Daddy Kane. See, and look, a lot of people don't know this, but Big Daddy Kane know. was the Jay Z of was, his time. He really was. Yes. Like back, Big Daddy Kane was was a big deal back then. Yeah, yeah he was the man. He was like the Jay Z of his in in, in the '80s. Yeah, if it, it was Rock Kim, KR Boogie Down Productions, Rock, uh, yeah, KRS One, Rock Kim and Eric B. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, that uh-huh. was a good era. I wasn't even born now. I was like, oh, that was a good era. Yeah, bro, it was some good music still. Man, like I love listening to the classics, like you know what I'm saying, and it's just like, but also too, so like some people just say that's nostalgia, right? Um, but another thing too, you have to think about it. the reason why, like people, so like streaming is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like with the Spotify's and um, what's the like SoundCloud, like okay, so like the SoundCloud cloud rap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you have people who are basically like, look, man, I'm dedicated, I'm passionate, like you know what I'm saying. And like again too, people are can only produce the kind of content that you know that they feel passionate about, right? And if if it's a young brother talking about how he pops some pills in the bathroom at a club, I mean that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, man. Next topic. Yeah, next topic. Yeah, love the hip hop discussion. Uh, may have to do another. You may have to do another podcast on that. But <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this. So my first topic here is really just talking about like the future of social media, but more so Instagram, because a lot of people, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that in the next year or two, there's going to be more AI generated content coming down your timeline. And so a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram, you know, when, they, when they're announcing these changes and what they're doing, because Instagram is always changing. They're always trying to kind of keep up with other social media platforms. And some people are complaining that Instagram is becoming more like TikTok with the reels and all that. Whatever, whatever. So my thing is, number one, have y'all noticed a change? Because I, I re- I'm not on Instagram like that. Like I'll get on to post something about you know my videos or something like that, or post on my story. But I'm not really scrolling down Instagram like that. Have you guys noticed a, a change in Instagram? And also, no. they're, they're no. saying that Instagram is shifting more towards video versus still photos. Some some people like, oh, they need to make Instagram great again and focus more on the photos. But we're noticing an influx of more video based content on Instagram. Oh, I've, re- versus- I, I've read about that. They're basically trying to copy uh, TikTok. TikTok. TikTok is one of those ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight up. I didn't think TikTok was gonna take off like that when TikTok first hit. Well, this is the thing. Most apps like because there's always a gap, right? So something first comes out and like you have like 
people who are like new users that like are early adopters. And then once things start getting up in popularity, like things start being featured, that's when, you know, it starts to blow up. I mean, because if you think about it, like, okay, so even like Uber, right? Mm -hmm. When Uber first came out, like people were kind of skeptical. Like, oh, not like, me. I was on board with that. Like, well, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I but was, like, now, I was an early adopter. Like Airbnb, Uber. I remember yeah, Uber when yeah. Uber, look, like you could go from here to the other end of West Timer and it was only like 20 something bucks or something crazy. Shit, like I was that. using Uber back in like 2011. Yeah. I, I, was I, on, yeah. I, I didn't use it. In clean, it wasn't a big population. So I ain't thought using Uber to move to Houston. Yeah, yeah, Uber's, yeah. Uber's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, like Uber's great, but it didn't really have a lot of early adopters. That's why, you know, they were trying to compete with taxis. So they were like undercutting taxi fares, right? They were pissed about that. Yeah, like, yeah, like they were pissed about that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, now, fun fact time. about that if you ever visit New York City, um, I know this because I, I frequent New York and I'm actually, I actually want to go back sometime this year or next year, but, um, when you go to New York and you book an Uber, it is so expensive. They have like so many taxes yeah. that they tax you when you do an Uber. They got like the yellow cab tax. They got yeah. a state tax. Like to go from like 45th Street back up to Manhattan will cost you like $60 to go like six yeah. minutes away. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's in crazy. No, you better taking a subway. My head no, to the, take the, the subway. Uh, the taxi driver fought for that. To make them uh, yeah. regulations. There's so many tax. I'm just like, fam, you'd be better off just getting you like an unlimited metro card when you go to yeah, New York. Yeah, basically. The just take the subway. I tell anybody that. Like, how do you get around New York without a rental? Because, I mean, I mean, see, but this is the thing. Like, yellow cabs are something that, like, are so I iconic. And yeah. so, Lola, when you think about New York, I don't you think, think about, about yellow cabs. Not any, I, I think for the younger generation, I don't think that's true. No, I, well, you okay. think New York, you think of taxi cabs. I, yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know I think about like, like, high rises, taxi cabs, yeah, hot dog true. vendors, like street food vendors, like bodegas. Yo, right? yo, we, yo, we got to do a we got to do a BMM trip up to New York. We got to make that for happen. sure. We got to sure. make that happen. Yeah. We got to make that happen. Yeah, we got to go up there one day. No, we we got to. Serious, I'm dead ass. Go to the Nintendo store. I can show y'all a couple spots around Brooklyn. Oh yeah, we can definitely go to New York. I'm down for that. 100%. Whenever y'all want to go, y'all yeah, let man. me know. And we'll those New up. York brothers, bro, New York brothers are serious, bro. Like, I remember, like, back in the day watching World Star Hip Hop, like, New York cats talking crazy to the cops. Like, hey, oh, like, I was like, what? Bro, they talking reckless to the cops. New York, They're not a, scared, bro. They're New, not afraid. New York can be a bit of a culture shock if you're not used to it. But yeah. honestly, you just blend in where you're at. You know, you move. Look, they gotta you move fast. You gotta talk around. fast. Don't be looking lost. Like yeah. they don't like that. Look New York cats don't like that. Even if you don't know where you're going, pretend like you do. Yeah. <laughs> Keep moving. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's a Call of Duty match. Yeah. New York is. If, for, I know some people who go to New York for the first time. They get overwhelmed. I don't see how you. It's really like, not. Oh my bad. God. It's not bad. Like you just gotta. It's very accelerated. So. Yeah. yeah. But um, what were we saying? Oh yeah, Instagram and videos. What were you saying about that? So yeah, man. But like again, too. I remember when Instagram first came out and I had it and I was like kind of using it to like take pictures and like post them of like when I was living in Korea. Mm -hmm. Right. But it was kind of like limited a little bit. Right. Like it was kind of like it wasn't like the design was different, of course. Right. It was more it felt kind of drab a little bit. Right. Like right. the like gray and blue. Mm -hmm. And again, so with apps, apps have to go through an evolution in order to stay relevant. Right. So, of course, yeah, man, you have to incorporate things like videos. Like, even the story thing was something that I think they took from another app, I want to Snapchat, say. they did. From, yeah. From, I, I think the story huh. behind that was they wanted, Facebook wanted to purchase Snapchat. Yeah, at one And point. they declined. And then they said, okay, well, we'll just, we'll just copy your feature and make it better. Which yeah, I we'll think just steal is, your I think, shit. Yeah. I think they, they did do it better. Video games be doing that too. You're playing. Yeah, everything does that. Look, uh -oh. I mean, look, even like 
Facebook, well, I mean, people say that Facebook kind of stole some like aspects of MySpace. Like, you know? Probably did, yeah. Because there was a game uh, I was playing like Fortnite. Uh, like Fortnite saw a feature from another game. Like basically like they had the reboot van. Another game like uh, your players die, you can bring them back. Facebook saw that. Facebook saw that feature. I mean, Fortnite saw that feature and started and put it in their game like two weeks later. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, because ideas you can't co- copyright ideas. Ideas are a dime a dozen. Damn. It's all about the execution of that idea. I mean, video games always been kind of copied each other. I mean, when you yeah, look at, always. Yeah. I mean, I was College, watching console. Hold on, Call of, Call of Duty copy. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon fighting with the mic. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with my mic. Hello? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to edit that part out, Barry. Yes. Yeah. Like, Call of Duty copy Fortnite. <laughs> Up in what way? Like, oh, no, no, no. You mean the whole Battle Royale thing, yeah. like, with the Warzone? I mean... I mean that's a genre though. That's like like you know what I'm saying like like little, like that's like saying like oh uh if they make a new football game like oh they copy Alpha Madden. <laughs> like like damn. But yeah man, but I think the whole I mean as far as the AI thing, I don't see any different content as of yet. But then again too like we don't have any whoa, okay, my mic went all the way down. All right, okay. We don't have a baseline for the AI content. So we could be looking at AI content and not even realize it. I mean, there are some people who like, even on like dating apps, right? Like you're talking to somebody. Some people don't realize that they're talking to a bot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know you're talking about. Oh, you, oh, send me, send me $50. I'm a uh, Nigerian prince. Oh, yeah, no, not, well, that's by, a scam. Way, I'm that, talking about that, like, mic, that mic sounds better for you. There thank you. Uh, give me $50. I'll send you an, um, a Nigerian hey, prince. Hey, yo, turn me up just a little bit. Turn you up. Which one are you? The red one? Nah, David's the third, the fourth one. This one I am? Yes. You good? Yeah, we're good now. Okay. But um, but yeah, man, like again, too, like people don't understand how like these platforms, they're infested with bots, they're infested with AI, um, and not always in a positive way, right? Yeah, so yeah. because again, too, like bots are just tools, right? So like for instance, like sometimes when you're on like social media and you're contacting a business right mm-hmm. like you're in a little chat app you're not talking to a person like you're talking to a bot half the time that's true like you know what i'm saying so yeah so i mean i'm just kind of apex that's the name of the game apex apex, apex yeah, apex yeah, had yeah. a little reboot van then fortnite and when it took it like two weeks later yeah but yeah the, the second part of this topic that i wanted to hit on was um you know i feel Social media, I always, I always say this. Social media is a gift and a curse. Yes. Um, number one, it's, it's, I will say, starting off on the negative, we'll start with the negative. That's it is a I... curse because people waste a lot of time on social media. Like the way that social media is designed, you know, more, more so Instagram because you have that visual stimuli, mm-hmm. you know, your videos, pictures, whatever. And then the algorithm or the AI, well, both I should say, they will tailor whatever you spend the most time. There's a documentary on Netflix that talks about this, by the way. They would tailor what you like and what you look at and kind of feed you more content as a result for you to staying on the yeah. platform. So a lot of people waste a lot of time on social media. And I feel like if people were to take that time and actually invest and use social media for their businesses, they'll be better off. So my message to people is for every for every minute or hour you spend on social media, match that with something for your business. You know, make a dedicated business page for your whatever you got going on or use or make video content that you can monetize off of. Don't just be on social media being a consumer. You can monetize every single platform. YouTube has monetization. Instagram has monetization. TikTok has monetization. Twitter now has monetization, which is actually pretty cool. You know, with the super follows and all that and Twitter spaces. Yeah, yeah. 
um, all these platforms have some sort of monetization. And I think people need to tap into that. You know, I feel like if you spend all your time on Shade Room and looking at that, why don't you... Again, not everybody has that mind state. Not everybody can be a content creator. Not everybody wants to be a content creator. But I feel like if people redirect their energy... um, Redirect their energy instead of just looking and staring at Twitter and Instagram. They can use that time to better themselves, learn a new skill, or you know, learn how to do something else, or you know, whatever, whatever. So that's just the only best I have about social media. I feel like if you're gonna be on it, try to learn something of value. Try to learn something, but yeah. also, like, I think the biggest thing because I was watching this documentary where they talked about like incels, right, and like kind of like the evolution of an incel, where basically. They start off like, hey, they're disaffected young man, you know, and they kind of go down these like rabbit holes, like mm-hmm. of forums, like Reddit, 4chan, even YouTube, right? Because YouTube does the same thing. When you watch certain videos, they'll feed you those videos because they want you to, to to use their platform, right? Yeah. So, they you, they so then what happens is yeah. you end up in this echo chamber where it sounds like everyone is agreeing with you. Mm-hmm. And because again, that's called confirmation bias, right? So when you look for stuff, to confirm what you already believe mm-hmm. instead of things that might kind of help you expand your worldview, right? Like, then you start kind of um, this soldierization process of, okay, yeah, I know, like, I have to do something like, oh, this is the world. And, you know, then we, that's how you end up with Elliot Rogers and like that brother in uh, up in New York that shot up that Buffalo supermarket. Oh, uh, something paid in, right? Like, yeah. like again, like the internet is a great tool, but it can also o- almost become like this horrible force of evil in a sense, right? Yeah, because um, it's in the way that you use it. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree, but I think people got upset with YouTube and Instagram for censoring people too, because now yeah. they have like these filters where they can say, "Hey, that's misinformation. We're not showing showing this. that." Yeah, yeah but again, do. too, see. And I and I actually applaud those platforms too. and those companies because this is the thing. First of all, okay, I have to explain to people. We had to talk about freedom of speech. Freedom yeah. of speech does not mean say whatever monkey bullshit comes to your mind. I'm sorry, brothers. Yeah. You know, I'm not opposed to people saying what they want to say, but I do applaud Twitter. I think Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. No, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, they now put disclaimers saying like, hey, this is false information. This is the actual source. So I think that's fine. You can say whatever you want to so, say, but put that disclaimer there so I know like, exactly. okay, this person, on, whatever this person is saying is bullshit. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me push back on that. John. But who determined where the accurate information or not? Facts. Science. And science. I'll give an example. Hold on, hold on, during hold on. the COVID hype, right? So when everybody... Ugh, just This shit got on my nerves, too. When all these folks on on Instagram, no TikTok, PhD, everywhere. young... When they were saying, oh, the vaccine and this and that, but the CDC, the people who get paid high salaries, the research this shit is saying, this is what this is. This is the facts. No, but, scientific data. But the CDC is not a government program. That's a private. That's a private entity of the government. They are paid. They are paid by the uh, the medical industry. That's not the government. I would still that. trust them over old girl who just posts thought pictures on Instagram so talking you, about the, the vaccine is poison. You say you trust the industry that's out for money over. See, the, I see. See, I see your concern, but again, too, you have to have a balance, right? So, are you saying if a homeless man has a poster that says Brandon, <laughs> insert? Monkey shit into your nose, and that's gonna protect you from monkey pox. Are you gonna do that? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I wouldn't do it. So, I wouldn't do it. So I wouldn't I pay no attention. So, I understand your, like, kind of, like, you have, like, this distrust of, like, government entities and, like, maybe doctors. But, but, hold on, but then you have to look, okay, what is the alternative? Okay, so who who can you trust? Or how do you make the determination of who to trust? Like, you I'll know what I'm saying? I'll research my own thing. I'll research my own thing. You tell me something, you tell me do something, I'm going to research it. Another thing, when they tell me the lab, the lab leak theory, they banned it. They banned all of that in the beginning. But now, now they backtracked on that. Hold up, hold up. They backtracked on, on that all the way. Uh-huh. All the way they backtracked on that. So that, it is a, a believable theory now that it was a lab leak theory. I will hold say up. throughout the entire, I guess, I guess but my, th- thing, my, my second topic is going to be about the second but my pandemic. Thing, but. The, my problem was that who, on, who determined whether it's true or not? You know what I'm saying? Okay, the, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Science, so look, research. This what, is the thing. To up? me, some truth is universal, right? Yes. One so, point, one equals two. That's so, universal. So, like, this is the thing, too. When Break it comes it to science, me. right? Science is not perfect, right? It's not science perfect. Science sometimes is an art, right? So sometimes, yes. like, again, like, there's a lot of theoretical things happening. And I understand the concern yes. because you're like, hey, David, well, you want me to trust these scientists? So these scientists telling me to do this, put this in my body. And then two weeks later, they're saying, oh, shit, y'all niggas going to die. Like, okay, I get that. So, again, I would say, okay, kind of wait and see. But there are people literally telling me, well, David, I saw this brother on uh, TikTok, and what he did, he got a pot, you see, brother? And he put the kundalini energy in the boiling water, and he was absorbing the kundalini energies, mm. and that helped him fight COVID. Me, I agree. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, hold on. Are you saying we're too stupid to understand that we shouldn't, we, we can watch some things and not, watch, and not take it in? Are you saying we, as a society, we're too stupid now? No, no I'm not, not saying no, we're not, too not, stupid. What I'm saying is, okay, saying, it like, makes sense to have a distrust of things. Yes. But again, too, like you have to. Okay, so for instance, right? Yeah. When your back hurts, right? Yeah. Do, do you be like, I'm not going to the chiropractor. I'm not going to the doctor because, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just take a sledgehammer and hit myself in the back and that should help my problem. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> You'll be like, so, okay, so this <laughs> is my <laughs> question <laughs> to you. Yes. Why Why is it with some things you'll, like, you'll trust the doctor, but on some other things you're like, no, I'm not listening to that same doctor. Like, how does that make sense to you? Well, say that again so, for me. Say that again. Okay. Say, say that again for me. So you would go to the doctor for one thing. So, like, yes. let's say... I don't know, like, you're burning down there or something, yes. right? Like, look, look, like, Doc, what's going on here? Yes. But then the doctor's like, hey, Brandon, have you taken your flu shot? And you're like, whoa, hold on, Doc, what the fucking flu shot? Now, nigga, you must be working with the Illuminati. Like, like, look, we can't, like, how do you have these big gaps where you trust the doctor on some things and then the other things you're like, nah, I'm not listening to you. Like, I mean, so so how do hold you hold build to, trust right, with, right, I got to, I got to answer with this. a doctor? The doctor, usually the doctor I've been going for years and I know me and have a personal relationship. That's why I would trust them. Okay, I mean, so, so if your doctor yeah. said, take yeah. the COVID vaccine, are you listening to him? So if he has, if he can justify the reason from for me okay, individually, okay, 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 cool, okay. cool, cool. So if he can justify, how would he justify it to you? I've been going for him for years, and he knows my body. Okay, no, no, no. See, okay, no, no. See, no, so, yeah, look like you're talking about a report. No, but, you asked me, but, but you this is my me how question. I can trust him. Oh, no, no. Okay, but this is my question. question how would he justify to you taking the vaccine if you're already hesitant about taking it? So, like Brandon, based off your 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 weight. Oh, uh, your your past history thing, Brandon. I recommend you take this. Okay, but what if you're like okay? But what if in the back of your mind you're like, man, I don't know, man. I've been looking on Facebook, man. Facebook groups been telling but, but, me, but but but, <laughs> but uh, like COVID gonna make my dick small. But 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 hold up. But at the end of the day, it's still my decision. So how, I'm taking so, it or not. so he so, can recommend it to me. So but it's still how my do you decision. know who to trust? Like you uh, know what I'm saying? Like how do you know who to trust? Like if you're saying, hey, David, 
I'm not sure about this. Turn, so, turn, turn, so, turn. For, so for every reason they tell you to take the vaccine, you have to have a, re- a legit reason why you don't want to. It just can't be like, oh, I just don't want to do it. Like, no, but what's your reasoning? Turn, there's something. Turn, we don't know the side effects of it. That's one reason. But, 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 but see, here's the here's the problem that I had. Right. All right. So folks say that. Oh, we don't know what's in it, but. I was, I was getting ready to cuss. <laughs> For yes. homie, do you know what's in half the shit you ingest on a daily basis? We take so many I, I over, can read over, over do you that don't mean you comprehend what's <laughs> you, you asked me, you asked me, do I know? I can sit there and read it. Do you know how many so when, 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 when folks get a headache, what do they reach for? Tylenol and Advil, right? Yes. Do you know what's in that? Yes, it's what's on a, it's a restriction. Do you want, <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, no. But do you know the ingredients? Like do you know what you those ingredients are? I can read the ingredients. But do you know but but how can you trust those ingredients? Like you don't know what's it's, in it's it. It's the law from the plant. Frosted ingredients. I can assume then. I have the right to assume then. You know, it's so funny. They, 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 oh, it's not FDA approved. The minute the FDA approval I, came I, out, I didn't say that. I they moved the goalposts. Oh, I can't trust it because they got they got invested. <laughs> no, but, but no, but my thing, like, like I'm like only people that really need to take the vaccine were old people, fat people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me, let me rip joint. Old people. Fat people and people with uh, health problems. You know what's so funny? It, I, I used to get it. When the vaccine first became a thing, I used to get in so many arguments on Facebook, yes. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Me too. Let me get this. I said, let me get this straight. Yes. Y'all have raw sex. I don't do raw Y'all sex. Y'all eat fast food. I eat fast food. Pop molly. No, no. Smoke no. weed. No, well, he but when the vaccine comes life. out, that's when you draw the line. I exactly. don't understand. Look, all look, of look. a sudden, uh-huh. all of a sudden, black folks got a PhD in health. <laughs> I don't understand. No, no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two months. Hold on, Two months. We've been alive a long time. All right? We've been alive a long time. When they made that song, Vax That Ass Up, Oh, I would okay. have Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rip this. I would say that was also a bad move. Dun, 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 dun. I, I looked at this. When had they ever encouraged black people to go do stuff like that? Vax it up? Like, that, that let me know that the government trying to do something to us. Vax that thing But it's up. not. But the thing is, they're Dude, not They're not. They pay, come on, they pay for Vax that up. But my, my thing with black folks, people, oh, they target us. It's a worldwide tar- pandemic. No. It'd be one thing to say, listen, only African Americans need to take this okay, vaccine. Okay, yeah. Oh, then me. I would be like, whoa, hold on. Hold I remember the, t- the Tuskegee Airmen. Everybody had to take it. I didn't bring it up. But Everybody had to take it. It's a worldwide pandemic. Don't it's don't. not just black folks. White folks had to take it. Asians had to take it. Indians, no matter it's who you are. They were recommending getting the vaccine, but they had to do that because black folks were the most vocal about not taking it because of whatever reason they got. So, so when they made that song, Vax that, Vax that up, they make you more cautious? No. I was, they, okay. didn't have to, they didn't have to sell thought, me on the vaccine. I thought it was bad PR. I thought it was bad <laughs> optics. Because again, because again, I know how people think. So yes. when you do things like that, look, guess what? You always have some somebody be like, oh my God, it's a conspiracy. So it's just like, whoa, well, hold on. Like, <laughs> I, I, hold on, I, I, brother. I didn't say you were No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. Yeah, I'm saying you said, there were people who were basically like, you see, David? They trying to kill us, brother. So, but they so so you see what's in the vaccine. See, I didn't have that problem. Anti-black. When I when, when the vaccine came out, I was the first one. No. I ran it to a clinic to get that no. shit. No. I ran. But David, you so can he see pushed my, people over. He pushed old ladies. I left my car, I left damn near left my car door open to get that vaccine. <laughs> like I ran and they got that. But, but look, David, you can see my point. Like the, the fact they were spending money to do that. That makes people constantly like they, it does. They, they no, don't, they don't and, have to do that no, for anything else. I understand, else. especially because with black people. Especially here in We're this country, stupid. we have such a bad history With of being used as medical experiments, as guinea pigs. Again, um, the Tuskegee Airmen, look, they injected these men with syphilis just to see, oh, well, what's going to happen? If you look at um, 
at the birth of gynecology in this country, they use enslaved women. And like, again, too, they were saying, hey, black people can't feel pain the let way me, that we me, feel, so we can experiment on it. So I understand the fear. I understand yep. all that. I think but if the government wanted to do something to black folks, they're going to do it. it. It's going it's, it's to never, they'll put it in the Lotus Seafood crack sauce. <laughs> 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 they'll put it in your Bojangles. They'll put it in anything else. If you really wanted to harm black folks, put it in something they consume. But, 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 all but, the but, but, but hold up, up, hold up, hold up. One, up in backwoods, but, <laughs> but, up in the weed. Yeah, like, but also, tomorrow, also, the getting a vaccine does not stop the spread. So, we, we, so, so, we so, here's, so here's the thing about so that. here's the thing about the vaccine. So it is it was <laughs> not developed to prevent you from getting COVID because yes. you can still even with other vaccines Things, out there, yeah, it's the same you can way. still possibly okay. get, but it will drastically reduce the likelihood of you getting it and create that barrier of protection. So, my in fact, thing, look, let me ask you this, Brandon. Do you have any other... Okay, do you have your vaccine card from when you were a kid? Look, so you probably have yes. the polio, the measles. Um, Look, yes. I don't know if y'all remember, when y'all first go to college, you had to take the... Uh, uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, they yeah, forced yeah. you to get that. Yeah, they forced you to get that. People are not... Look, like, guess what? If you want to go to college, you have to take it, like, unless you have a religious exemption. So why is it mm -hmm. with all these other vaccines... They've been you know out. what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I, I mean, yeah, they've been out. But again, too, if you're saying, hey, I have the same concern, then you should be concerned about everything else that you're taking. And my but, thing but, is, they, they, but they have years of research and data on the side. But my thing for, is, why don't, we, for all those. why don't we have the same energy? Can you give me that? Why don't, we give me that? why don't we have the same energy for other things that's harmful? We, we, like what? In, okay, in the like black drugs, community, alcohol. In the like, black community, if you go to low income, if you go into low income black neighborhood, you have a dialysis clinic on every fucking block. You don't. We don't say nothing about the food we ingest. The drugs we take and Alcohol. promote. Just, Matter of fact, we just talked about hip hop. How many hip hop songs have you heard promoting Molly? Do you know what's in that? No, you don't. Oh, <laughs> I, I've never took a Molly. I've never took a Molly. Mind you, I don't do stuff like that. You can't even get. You can't get some folks to even wear a fucking condom in our community. So you like to me, we do the most dangerous, shit, harmful shit. But then when it comes to something like this, all of a sudden everybody's so concerned about their health. Well, you, but yet you're not afraid of STDs. You're not afraid of high blood pressure. You're not afraid of heart disease. Everybody you know about high blood pressure. <laughs> you're, not afraid, you're not afraid of that, but you're afraid of a vaccine. Yep. Look, but this is what I will say. There are aspects of science where I feel like, yeah, people, you know, maybe you don't trust. But there are plenty of parts that... If numerous people have done over and over, right, they cross-check, they put out detailed reports of why, and, like, you were told, hey, okay, so if you were told right now, hey, don't eat that, it's poison by some random hobo, right, there's a good chance that, you know, maybe you might eat it anyway, right? But if three people are around you and someone further down the street and then even a TV broadcast says, hey, hey, Brandon, what you eating is poison, you, Lola, you probably wouldn't eat it, right? I would research it. Like... <laughs> Because <laughs> we we have taken down to the signs of phone. Like you can't tell you. Can, I can watch stuff all day, but I don't trust everything I see. You trust everything you see, you stupid. No, no, no. But again, I'm, and I'm not saying don't not to blindly trust. I'm not saying blindly trust. I know you're not saying blindly trust, David. Like you know what I'm saying. But it's like okay, so like let's say, I think with vaccines, I think it's a very difficult thing because we. Because again, too, like we just don't have the knowledge, right? We don't know how they're developed. We don't. So when we don't know those those methodologies, I mean, I can understand why people are afraid. I don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, don't. I understand the fear because people are like, okay, what if what I what is supposed to heal me? What if it makes me worse? Well, why don't people have that same energy for any, everything else? Like what? Fast food, drugs, fast drugs, food. fast over food. the counter drugs, fast food. No. Uh, 
Casual sex. Casual I sex. I can't, I can't say nothing about that. No condom sex. Like, why don't people have that same energy for all that? It's just, it's just as harmful. You can get STD. You can get. Look, you know what issues. else is harmful, folks? Not yeah. being a father to your child. <laughs> that's harmful too. That's harmful to all that, of that, that, That's what I'm calling out is the hypocrisy. Like people, are like, oh my god, I can't. But yet you do all this other harmful shit. But, well, I got a question. The government should ban cigarettes and alcohol. Then too much money in it. Too much money. Too much yeah. money. So, so that's the problem. That's why. That's why we're not concerned. And then, and then, and then you have people talking about, well, it's my, it's my choice not to smoke or to smoke. I should have the choice to do it. Yeah, you can, but you also your lung cancer with that. So again, that's crazy. That is people crazy will smoke. Think about that. It's so funny because you, you have people who are, who are chain smokers, smoking cigarette a pack a day, yep. but yet they was concerned about the vaccine. But yet you're not concerned about lung cancer. Help me understand it. And not guarantee you can Look, this is what I'm going to say about the whole science thing. The Bring thing about science, me. science is verifiable, it's peer-reviewed, right? So if something is wrong with a study, even if you don't have the skills, the equipment, or the means to test this, chances are that there's someone in that field of expertise that will see the flaw in the logic and the methodology, test it themselves, and call it if it's wrong. And that's happened. Look, drugs get recalled all the all damn the time, time. All the time. All the time. Science doesn't require faith. And if you do get the same thing in the same conditions, you'll get the same results. So it's just like when we was in chemistry class. Like, you know what I'm saying? If we all following the instructions, guess what? Um, our, our chemical reactions will be the same. There are ways to test it. It's just layman's, like people like us, where we don't have no lab. We can't go to the lab and be like, well, we're going to test this vaccine and see if the thing from... Uh, the thing comes out. Look, look like we're gonna do the lighter test. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh damn, oh, man, that's on. That's on. <laughs> well, speaking of vaccine, I'm, that, this is a perfect segue into my. I don't know how we got from Instagram to this, but my second topic that I had was: Are we going to be in a second pandemic? So I said, Are oh, we talking about the, mon- the monkey mon- monkeypox on top of COVID reinfection? So number one, they're doing more studies on long COVID because apparently, once you had COVID. Um, you have long-lasting effects. In some cases, could last you for the rest of your life. Apparently. No, I, I know some of that. I know some of that happened to. Um, and also with monkeypox, that being a big concern. But, uh, and the reason I bring up that is because you know while I was on Twitter, uh, Twitch, uh, Amazon subsidiary, shout out to them, they announced their TwitchCon in San Diego for October, and a lot of people are canceling their tickets. They're not, well, at least anecdotally, from what I've seen on Twitter. People are canceling their tickets. They're not going because they are upset that San Diego and Amazon slash Twitch are not enforcing oh. any health um, any health things. They need no vaccine mandates, no masks. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I haven't really heard much about COVID, you know, besides the one-off cases of Joe Biden getting it, so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm asking with the monkeypox thing, because I heard in L.A. and New York that they're, they're claiming a state of emergency when it comes to the monkeypox. Do you think— Can you die from it? I don't know. If, has there been any reported deaths of monkeypox? I don't think you can die from it, but I think I, you just get severely sick. Um, I don't know if you can die. I had to look that up, but apparently it's a state of emergency. People yeah, are... Yeah, in California, they declared a state of emergency over the monkeypox. And outbreak. New York City. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are saying like, hey, we're not taking this serious enough. We're going to be in a second lockdown, second pandemic. Um, apparently they're working on a monkeypox vaccine already or whatever, whatever. Also, public health officials have recommended not having sex for three weeks, y'all, so... For the next three weeks, that's not that's not gonna fly for a lot of people. They're like, "What? I can deal with that. I'm I'm fine. I, I don't have to fuck another chick ever again. <laughs> I'm cool with that." Be like, "You don't want that uh, monkey box now." But um, but no. So some people feel like this is gonna be another pandemic that we're gonna have with the monkeypox. What do you guys think? Yeah, turn, uh, I'm cool with another lockdown. Turn, Lock it down. Shut it down. No. Oh no. Shut it down. I can't, I can't do another lockdown like that. <laughs> I can't go through another one like that. You didn't like the lockdown. Oh, I was in relationships like that, so it wasn't bad. Look, look, this is the truth. Like it that, could be a zombie outbreak, and people be like, "Look, we gonna quarantine, we gonna be a lockdown," nah, and motherfuckers still be like, "Nah, 
No. I don't oh, believe in the zombies. Listen, as a, zombies are a fake news. As an introvert, the lockdown was like heaven for me. I loved it. I ain't got to go outside. I don't got to talk to nobody. I ain't got to deal with traffic. I can Uber Eats everything. I got my books. I got my game consoles. I got my TV. Like, I am good, my G. Like, I got Discord if I need to talk to somebody. FaceTime, whatever, whatever. Like, I was good. Like, the lockdown was fantastic. It, it, it was cool. You know, like, I just can't go through it again. <laughs> I can't do it. I told you, that, that's, it a great I, I knew people who went through, like, mental breakdowns during yeah. the lockdown. Like, people couldn't take it. Like, people were like, oh, my God, no concerts? Oh, my, what am I going to well, do? The, the concerts, I get that, because I'm a big concert goer myself, but people were like, they couldn't go to clubs. They were they were hot about that. I'm like... People were damn near standing their hair out. I went to the park. There's a bunch of people in the park. Yeah, shit else to do. <laughs> that's the uh, me and my boy, Ray and Brian, used to go to the park. I ain't, I never been to the park before in my life. Yeah, I mean, it gave me time to really kind of sit back and do the things that I personally enjoy. Content create, read. Yeah, catch up. No, I I don't. I don't. I kind of regret not capitalizing on it. I could have learned so many skills. Oh, absolutely. I I told people, I said, I told people during the lockdown, like, if you are content creator, this is the time you got to look. During lockdown, I was, that's when I was getting all my uh, Microsoft certifications. Uh, I was studying and, oh, crap, start the week. I was getting like a cert. Every two weeks or so. Yeah, I, I did the one that you did, Fundamentals of Digital Marketing. It, it said it took 40 hours. I did that yeah. shit in like two days. It yeah, like, like you do it in two days, hours. yeah. yeah it take 40 hours. If you really like study down, yeah. Um, Man, look, we got to do whatever it is we got to do, man. Because some people like were telling me, it feels as if the very earth is against us. Like, doesn't it, Dave? I'm like, damn, you know what? Maybe. So I'm Some mean, of y'all need to sit your asses down. Man. A lot of us <laughs> got to sit our asses down. Like, we got to re- reevaluate. We have to mature, man, because... Really, COVID has shown me how immature we are oh, as a society, yeah. yes, how yes. entitled we are. Mm-hmm. And, like, people, like, always want to spread this myth of how great we are. But, like, you know, I felt embarrassed, like, watching, like, the news and, like, watching World Star and, like, seeing people damn near go crazy, attack people over being told. Bro, there were so many murders over being, like, people, be, like, the mass enforcement things. Oh yeah, I remember it was that. fucking yeah. crazy. Like this People one security guard fighting and shit. I got saw that. shot. I saw that. You know what I'm saying? Because he told somebody to wear a mask. Like it's ridiculous. Like like it really shows us. People don't like to be told what to do. People don't know how to act. Mm-mm. And like again, like we're willing to go too violent. But that's just American culture. I mean, we if you look at America, we are very big on individuality. So yeah. you know, we're, we're taught at a very young age to, you know, find to, yourself. And we're not really taught to work as a collective in America. True, so not at all. Everybody's, that's why, every man for themselves. That's why so. if there's a zombie apocalypse, guess what? It will be the walking dead. We're we, we going to be killing each other monkey, instead of killing the zombies. But monkeypox, y'all think it's going to really get to the point to where we're going to be looking at kind of, not like a repeat of COVID. I don't think it's going to get that bad. We, I don't know. We don't know. We no. What, what do you what do you think? Do you think we're still going to see shutdowns? We're going to see restrictions? I hope not, man. Is what I can say. But people going to hide it with masks. So but, you it just, <laughs> but it just depends. Yeah, exactly, bro. Look, I saw this one picture of this brother with monkeypox. You saw, you saw not, with the. I do face? not want that shit. Tell me, you saw like, like every day. You yeah, got it looked like, yeah, it looked like a shit. damn. It looked like a damn leopard. I'm a, like a girl. Like, a girl had it too. I, I saw like a girl. Had I ain't seen a woman. I seen like this gay dude with it. And that's just not a good look, yo. Like, I mean, they, they, not... grew, they grew and grew and grew. Yes, bro. And I How do you get like, rid of it? Man. <laughs> well, according to, I'm looking at it on CDC right now. Um, How to prevent monkeypox. How do you get rid of it? You look at the wrong thing. How to get rid of it? I don't care. How to cure a monkeypox. Yeah, I'm looking on CDC right now, and I don't... They just give me, like, the the symptoms, and they don't really say how to heal. Oh, here we go. Um treatment 
Um, there is no treatment for, <laughs> for monkeypox. Damn monkeypox! Does it go away? However, monkeypox <laughs> and smallpox viruses are genetically similar, which means that the antiviral drugs and vaccines developed to protect against smallpox may be used to prevent and treat monkeypox virus infection. Antivirals such as blah, blah, blah may be recommended for people who are more likely to get severely ill, like patients in a weak immune system. So apparently it shares a lot of similarities with uh, with smallpox. So apparently it can kind of use the same treatment methods for that as they could for monkeypox. So prevention. How do you prevent from getting it? Um, safer sex, social gatherings. That's safer it. Safer sex, social. Yeah. Wear a condom, like we said before. Man, y'all better stop Wear playing with con- these. Bro, so many dudes... Talk about like forced fatherhood, but they're not using condoms, bro. If you a brother out there in the game and you don't want to be a father and you know you don't want to be a father, at the very least get a condom or get on the vasectomy game. Look, man, I'm team vasectomy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, according to um, the CDC, they said monkeypox can also be caught during like congregating settings. So like if you have human to human transmission, um, direct by affected body fluids or exposed to respiratory secretion during prolonged face-to-face contact. So, like, places where, like, you're sweating and stuff, like, Lollapalooza, um, fucking, uh, what's the other one? Rolling Loud just happened. So a lot of people are, like, stuffed together, you know, face-to-face. That's why I don't like going to clubs and shit. Like, I don't want to be that close to people. Um, if a staff member volunteer congregate has monkeypox infection, transmission can occur during that setting. So if somebody, you even somebody who has it, they can transmit it to you if they're close enough. Mm. Um, Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, safer sex. Uh, da, 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 da. Look, we need to go back to that social distance, six feet apart at all times. You know, hand washing, disinfect areas where people monkeypox has been. Yeah, so it's pretty much kind of like the same um, precautions as you would with like COVID. Um, yeah. But yeah, just be careful like that, man. I know what monkeypox, um, being in a big setting like that, like a big, big, like congregate setting, that's that's already dangerous. So yeah. with this, I don't I don't even like we talked about this last show. I'm getting too old to be in settings like that. Like if you gotta if, if people are stuffed together shoulder to shoulder, I don't want to be there anyway. So it's not, yeah, it's not for it's me. not yeah, comfortable. It's not anymore for me. No, like mm-mm, mm-mm. once time once time once upon a time it was. Like being in the crowd. Oh man, I was ignorant. Once upon a time, I was ignorant. <laughs> Once upon a time. I was but, ignorant as fuck. But yeah, that's all the topics I got. What y'all got this week? Brandon, like you go. You can go next, David. All right, man. Okay, so y'all know me, man. Um, I'm super big into movies, super big into comics. So today we're going to combine the two. We're going to talk about the Batgirl cancellation. So if you did not know... I've read about that this morning. They canceled Batgirl. Batgirl's not going to get... I didn't even know that was a, a... theatrical release. I didn't even know that was It's not going to get an HBO it's Max almost, streaming release. Um, so so I want to talk about why it happened, the fallout. Um, so basically... Well, let me say this. I don't. I didn't even know that was in development. It's, a Batgirl it's, it's movie? Almost, it's almost done. I didn't yeah, know they was yeah, making yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was kind of like low-key because, again, originally the plan was we're going to release this on... On HBO Max. So basically, like, Warner Brothers wanted to do a two-prong kind of, uh, like, approach to the DC, like, universe, right? Right. So, like, they want to do bigger-scale theatrical film. And then the smaller-scale HBO stuff. Yeah, smaller-scale, okay. like, shows and uh, movies, right? Okay. So the idea was, like, Batgirl <clears throat> was going to be, like, this, like, you know, kind of, like, 90-minute, you know, comic book movie that was going to be only on mm-hmm. HBO Max. Yeah. Then it kind of snowballed to where they're like, hey, look, like, you know what? We're going to increase... The scope of this film, you know, and like they did things like, look, like they're gonna have Michael Keaton's Batman in it. They were gonna bring back J.K. Simmons from uh, Justice League, how he played Commissioner Gordon, yeah, right? Um, so, so like, so yeah, it started getting big, right? Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, but basically, look, the bat signal has gone out over Gotham. It did. So what happened? So let's just... Okay, so really, so I want to talk about Leslie Grace. Leslie Grace was the actress that was going to portray Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the movie uh, In the Heights, which was also an HBO Max uh, like release. I remember that, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, real nice sister, mm-hmm. um, very talented. She sings like a mug, right? Yep. Um, and it's going to be her first like lead role. Right. Um, so That's this is the awesome. thing. As far as the status of the film, the film has been shot. Post-production was almost complete. And then, like, you know, so Warner Brothers Discovery, because, like, you know, they had that merger. They look like they pulled the plug. And this is a $90 million production. Yep. Right? And um, so, basically, um, Batgirl was never going to be a big blockbuster, right? So, back mm-hmm. in 2020, you know, like, we had, like, a misfire with with uh, Yas uh, Wilden because he, uh, he originally was going to uh, direct and produce, like, a Batgirl movie, Right. Um, you know, and instead it got changed to, you know, this straight to streaming title. They gave it a $70 million budget. Um, the person who wrote Birds of Prey, uh, the Birds of Prey movie. I um, like that movie so much. Yeah, like scripted it. So it was basically kind of like seen as like this other part of the diverse DCEU, right? So like think about it more of how like the MCU's like shows, right? But mm-hmm. as a standalone movie. Um you know, so after the high-profile merger, the new company was reportedly considering get, like giving the film a theatrical like release with an increased budget, mm-hmm. bumping that seventy million up to ninety million, mm-hmm. and maybe even more than that, right? Um, and basically, what happened was Warner Brothers Discovery felt like, hey, like you know what, Batgirl is not going to make back the budget at the box office, so they nixed the th- the theatrical like release, right? Mm-hmm. And so you might ask, well, David, how come they just don't put it on HBO Max instead? Well, that's just down to Hollywood finances, right? So yep. it's all about a tax write-off, right? Um, so instead of like like releasing the movie, right? Because even if they release the movie on HBO Max, right? Even a healthy subscriber increase isn't going to put a dent in that $100 million budget. So it's, so it's basically like a non-starter for them, right? And they're focusing on cost cutting right now yeah. as far as all the content with Warner Brothers. I mean, they're even canceling other movies that were in production. I just hope they would cancel Flash because I was hoping it was well, I was like a four Flash, Flash Well, I feel like it. the problem with the Flash... No, no, not the TV show, the movie. Oh. So the problem with the Flash, for one, it's a $230 million movie. production mm-hmm. and that's not the entire cost either. Like, like, I mean, that's just like the, you know, I think the initial film budget... So I don't think, and then honestly, the Flash they were pivoting this has kind of like their reboot for mm-hmm. the uh, DCEU. Yep. So I think that's why they haven't canceled it at this point. Versus like I how think it's too, it's too far gone. They they're gonna just put it out. They, yeah, they have, they have to. to. I mean, I would say the same thing like about Batgirl, but basically they just want to write it off. And it's crazy because even the cast had to find out on the news. Like they weren't even told, "Hey, man, your film isn't getting released." Could right. you imagine yeah. that? The, the, I, I read a rumor this morning they're supposed to be uh, laying out laying out seventeen uh, HBO stats and confronting yeah, yeah they are and, to, and in uh, fact there there have been like six HBO Max originals that have been taken mm-hmm. off yeah. of the uh, I service it. I read about that too yeah man um so I mean there's a big backlash um and it's funny that y'all say that about the Flash because if any movie I thought was gonna get like canceled or like shelved. Mm-hmm. I would think it was the Flash movie because Ezra Miller is crazy his dog shit. I mean, as crazy as cat I, shit. I see this that, brother's yeah. out here. He has like a compound somewhere. He got guns on guns on guns. 
he uh there's like a teenage uh person he was like grooming he assaulted a couple like a couple out in Hawaii like this like this brother's just off the chain yeah, I saw that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody needs to pull his coat and say, hey, brother, this is not a good look. What is going on? Um, but yeah, man, big ass. Uh, it, look, it's a lot of rearranging and moving. Mm-hmm. Like, it can feel like at Warner Brothers Discovery, it's almost like they're on the Titanic re- rearranging the uh, lounge chairs <laughs> instead of doing something and not hitting this iceberg. Um, I wasn't super hyped about Batgirl. Honestly, they never like released too much media yeah. like, regarding it. Like, I think they had like one still of her in the costume and then they had another film poster. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think it's just kind of like one of those things where... <sighs> Where, like, when you have something and it's so close, because it was literally going to get released in 2022, mm-hmm. people were thinking, like, October. Mm-hmm. They never officially, like, had a release date. They just said, uh, I think, Q3 or Q4 of 2022, right? So, you know, I mean, people were saying from the initial test screenings, the movie was bad. I heard some great things about Brendan Fra- Man, Brendan Fraser's had a comeback in Hollywood. Because this Batgirl movie was supposed to have Michael Keaton in it, right? It, yeah, it was supposed to have Michael Keaton. and But now it's weird because they got Ben Affleck's Batman to appear in, in Aquaman 2. So, oh, yeah. so it seems like with the DC movies, I like the DC movies. I like them too. They're cool. But however, they are, especially initially, they were trying too hard to compete with, with the MCU. Mm-hmm. And that was way past because by the time the yeah. MCU started, we were still on the Dark Knight. Dark Knight was a phenomenal movie. I Great think, movie. I think DC, they should just stick to like one-offs, you know, and just keep, because I, I personally prefer DC over Marvel just from... The characters. Yeah. Yes, Marvel Batman. has the better movies, but I think DC is better everywhere else. Better animated shows. Animated uh, better movies, Animated movies, yeah. better TV shows, better video games. Like, yeah. They do. I had I got in an argument with somebody the other day about how Arkham City is the best superhero video game ever made. And like, oh no, Spider Man! Like, no, it's not bad. Spider Man is pretty good. No, Spider Man is pretty good. Arkham but, City is like, but to like, this day, to it's this still, day, yeah, yeah it, it still holds up. And think about Injustice. Injustice one of the best fighting games out. Yeah, yeah, I like Injustice too. I, I play that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I also been playing that um that uh, multiverse too. That's, that's oh not, yeah, I, 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 I downloaded about it. that. That's it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. I be I be throwing hands on Wonder Woman. I like, be getting it in. It's pretty cool. It's not Six of Mouse Brothers, but it's good for what it is. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Definitely yeah. better than that Nicktoon stuff they put out. Uh, you bought that? I didn't buy it. I played it, but I, I didn't buy it. No, I didn't buy it. That's wild. That Ninja Turtle game was dope. Oh, you're talking about uh, Shredder's Revenge? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. good. It was good. That was fire. But yeah. All right. So what I'm going to pivot over to my next topic. I want to talk about this. So we kind of touched, mildly talked about it. Freedom of speech, mm-hmm. right? What is freedom of speech? Freedom of speech is a principle that supports the freedom of an individual or a community to articulate their opinions and ideas without fear of retaliation, censorship, or legal sanction from the government. So, like, we keep having this weird idea that freedom of speech means, David, I can go and say anything, right? No, you cannot. Um... Freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. So, for instance, you cannot go into a movie theater, a packed-ass movie theater, and yell fire and think that your ass ain't going to be in some cuffs later on. Right. Um, this is the thing. That. It's basically, okay, so, for instance, you're on Facebook, right? And you say, Joe Biden is a piece of crap. That's fine. The government cannot come in and lock you up this <laughs> because you posted <laughs> that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what freedom of speech means, right? Yes. And and so you have it in the press. You have it as an individual. Um, now, I think what gets confused with people 
for instance, like, so like we've seen a lot of uh, stories where people have gotten fired for something they posted on Twitter or on yes. Facebook. This is the thing. When you work for an entity, yes. for a private company, yes, they have their own. When you go to orientation, mm -hmm. they make you sign all these papers. One of those papers, and I'm sure a lot of y'all have never read this, it says uh, standards and uh, um, good conduct behavior. Like, basically, you're agreeing, hey, I'm not going to do this, this, this. Basically, the bottom line is I will not embarrass this company. I will not cause a loss, financial loss to this company. Because if you do that, what's going to happen is you're going to get fired, right? Mm -hmm. So, for instance, there was this one case, um, people had talked about it, where this girl was going to uh, Africa, or I forget what country, but um, I guess she worked at some company and she had uh, tweeted out, Oh, going to Africa. Hope I don't catch a ball. I remember that. On she, the flight. Didn't she work for like CNN or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, the I flight, remember. her ass got yeah. fired. Yeah, so that. by the time she landed, she discovered that her ass got fired. Now, and people were kind of like, they're running like, why they do? Oh, damn. What, what happened to freedom of speech? Freedom of speech only applies in the government sense. So, for instance, if you post something on Instagram, you are still bound to Instagram's Some standards. and yeah. yeah, so whatever they say, hey, hey, Desmond. Or Brandon, you posted your meat out on Instagram. You can't do that, brother. Like you can't be out here, um, like you know what I'm saying, having your penis out like that that's on funny. display, brother. Like you know what I'm saying, we have children on this app. Yeah. So and so that's why they censor that stuff. Now some people, now you're free to disagree, right? Yes. So for instance, misinformation has has become a topic that's such a heated topic yes. because people want to say what is information, what is not inf misinformation. Misinformation is is anything that is essentially not proven, right? So, for instance, if you say, man, you know, women have tentacles that come up out their vagina, <laughs> and, like, you're spreading this around everywhere, you're spreading misinformation, Yeah. okay? Like, no, no, brother, that wasn't a tentacle, that was a penis. So, it wasn't that she's an alien, like, you know what I'm saying? That is a trans person, okay? And you, come on now, stop playing games. But, again, too, like, we have such this notion that we are allowed and entitled to say that we have the right to say whatever we want in public settings and private settings. Guess what? In my home, there is no freedom of speech. If your ass come in my house and you say the wrong thing, guess what? Look, like you might be ending up upon your stomach face down. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, laid out. House, you can't come to someone's house and be disrespectful. Like, like yeah. we have to learn that having tact is not oppression. Having tact is simply a sign of maturity and intelligence. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It's some things that I, that I feel like saying all the time. And guess what? I don't. I just keep my mouth shut because guess what? I'm not ready to pay the piper. I'm the not ready piper. to give the devil his due. I'm not I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to keep my mouth it. shut. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, this is the truth. We all know what's up with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Look, like, we try to pretend. But guess what? You Look, like, you be around certain people and they just like Debo and your ass just like smoking. Like, yeah, when they come around, I'll be quiet. When they leave, I'll be talking again. It, mm -hmm. Look, it just be just like that. Um, I think it's important to have a filter. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think we kind of have this idea and everything, all ideas aren't created equal, right? So when right. people are, are expressing yourself, express yourself don't mean do some wild, crazy ass shit. Express yourself, hey, yo, man, be open, be honest, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. But we always take things, especially as Americans, I feel like we just take things to Too the far. extreme. Yeah. To yeah. the extreme. And we have to stop doing that. We have to really appreciate the reason why you have to look at the history of our country, right? 
when this country was a colony, right, and people were being oppressed, killed for talking against King George, like, that's why we have that freedom. That freedom isn't to get on social media and look, make a damn fool of yourself. That freedom is to, hey, remember all these people who fought and died for this simple ass right, mm -hmm. right? Or like another right, no tax, no taxation without representation. You can't just tax me just because you fucking want to. You have to be able to say, hey, what are you being taxed for? When you are talking about all these rights, look at the damn constitution. Look at your bill of rights. Look at what it actually says. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is the thing. I don't know if we're getting stupider or if we're just getting more arrogant, right? Because Both. there's because <laughs> there's just because there's a difference. Because I feel like most of us, most people have the capacity to be very intellectual, to be very intelligent. But it's almost like when we get around other people, there's this mob thing mm -hmm. where it's just like we look, we just throw everything out to the wind. Like, man, I don't give a fuck. I'm about to just go buck wild. And we have to stop doing that. We have to Filter ourselves, we have to get around people who are not necessarily like-minded. Get around people who are different than yourself. Be open to listening to different opinions mm -hmm. and to take those opinions. Again, too, like, we have to understand that, look, information changes, your your knowledge increases, right? Mm -hmm. um, like, you should always be growing, right? Always be growing. Always look at your base knowledge, See where the places that you want to expand. And sometimes you might believe something, excuse me, and it's not necessarily, not that you're wrong, but maybe things have changed. Like Pluto is not a planet no more, right? You got to update that in your memory banks, right? That Some things you, look, we, you have to get with the times. You have to understand that even though you're not a student per se anymore, that you are a lifelong learner. You should be, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like you know, because I because that's because that's one of the core problems that we have in our society. People hold on to these beliefs, and like this is the problem with beliefs. Beliefs are kind of just based off of faith. Like, oh well, I just believe this because you know I've inherited this belief, and and I just believe in it so strongly. Like, like you know what I'm saying. So then people kind of use that as an excuse to have fucked up ass ideas and to have fucked up ass behaviors because ideas lead to behaviors, right? Action, right? Thoughts form actions. So. So before, so when you're forming a thought, like you have to be very careful because what happens next could be bad, right? I don't um, disagree with you on that. Yeah, and so, and finally on my third topic, I kind of wanted to have a mini review of uh, the movie Nope. So I saw Nope. The, the Jordan Peele movie, right? The, yes, yeah. the Jordan Peele movie. Um, it wasn't bad. You saw it? I saw it. You seen it? I didn't see it. No. I'm shocked about that. Yeah, no, I don't know. You know, that movie, I'm going to wait till it hit HBO Max. No, I, I should have took you. I have free tickets. No, oh, that's yeah, why you yeah. did. You, I remember you posted on the group chat. The the only movie I'm probably, well, I know I'm going to see this, this this month is that new Dragon Ball movie coming out. Yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 got a ticket, I got a ticket for it. So I texted all about that. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. No, no, yeah, like you did. Um, the Dragon Ball, yeah, superhero movie. I'm, I'm excited for that. So I'm, I'm excited for that. The Red Ribbon Army comes back. Are you going you, you going that same day? Um, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna okay. try to. What day? What day? What day you going? Uh, the day it comes out that Friday. Yeah. Um, let me yeah. see. I got the ticket yeah, on my Friday. Phone. Let me see. Um, that movie comes out like September, right? Or I don't have it on my wallet. I, don't I think, have to go to the Regal app. Let me see. Um, mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Superhero comes out August nineteenth. It's a Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday. Seven o'clock. Yeah, I'm gonna go see that. I'm excited for it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't saw. I, I don't feel like reading subtitles because they, they give you the option to go to either sh the showing for the sub or the dub. 
Dragon Ball is one of the dubs I actually enjoy. So I went ahead and bought the dub tickets and uh, I'm going to I'm going to enjoy that. And I'm probably going to review it on my YouTube channel and all that, but For sure. Um yeah, so what so just real quick about um Jordan Peele's Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope is not um the next big film. Um like you know what I'm saying? So like ever since Get Out came out, I feel like people have this like expectation that it's like, "Oh, well, like, we need Something on the same scale, the same, that's like, you what, know. That's been pretty good. Because I feel like Get Out is almost I don't know, like, I didn't really care for us. I, I, now that I look back on it, I'm like, I didn't really enjoy that nearly as much. I didn't enjoy you either. It, it was just, it was <laughs> okay, but it just, either. I feel like the pacing was just a little too slow for me on us. It was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I mean, well, as far, okay, I had some issues with us, but on the whole, for, for somebody to be, well, I'm not going to say amateur filmmaker, for his initial efforts, I feel like he's off to a great start. And Nope yeah. is another great addition to his filmography, man. Um, really great, vi- man. The visuals. I was like, like I've, I've been, I've been, um, I've been looking at like different reviews because I haven't seen the movie, but I've, I, I have been it. watching different reviews, like Double Toasted. I've been watching different. It's not, reviews. it's not, it's not an amazing movie. I heard it, that uh, it's between okay, and good. it's some unique ideas. I, in I there heard for like sure. the, the chemistry or the like the the differences between like Daniel Kaluuya and um, I think that's how you say his name, and Kiki Palmer was like really good. Yeah, like, she's Kiki loud Palmer and was and, yeah. fantastic in this role, man, okay. and she's such a great okay. actress. And I feel like she does not get enough, enough. That um, was a uh, talk. Accolade. That was a talking point on a uh, Twitter about how people will overrate Zendaya, but they yeah. will underrate Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. But I've seen too many things with Kiki, Kiki Palmer in years. I mean, that's not true, man. I mean, she's in stuff. I think she was in Hustlers. I saw that movie. She was uh, obviously Akila in the beat. That's where I known her from. Um, I never seen Hustlers. What is that? Hustle. That was that movie with J Lo. That was the movie with J Lo, Cardi B, Kiki Palmer. I didn't watch that. They were, look, like, they she were was, strippers. Look, look, she was in Lightyear. She I, was in uh, Hustlers. Um, she was in Hustlers. Ice Age. I haven't seen so she did, she did a lot of voiceover work. Apparently, yeah, right. yeah. Like she does a lot of voiceover work. Um, like you know what I'm saying? I think again too, if you don't follow certain people, it's like you'd be like, Oh, well, what are they? And um she was even in uh I think she's done a, a talk show, just Kiki. She did, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah um yeah. like you know, I mean she's been doing stuff, man. She's been here back and forth. Um again, a lot of voice work. She's in uh she's one of the voices in the uh, big mouth. Um yeah, man, Kiki, she's always been doing something, man. And um she's also again, um she has a like a discography. Um, she actually has some pretty good music. She had an album um, that came out, I believe, this year, Big Boss. Um, yeah, I, I think I've only heard one of her songs. Uh, it was one that she did with Jermaine Dupri for the for that reality show. Um, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but Kiki Palmer, s- such a great performance. Um, again, to Daniel Kaluuya. I, I mean, um, his character was kind of understated a little bit in that film. But he still had a great uh, role in there. Keith David shows up um, in a very small role. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what I want to say the most about this uh, like this movie is just how like it like it made me look at like so I don't want to spoil the movie, but one of the biggest pressing issues in the film is something I never thought about in that way as far as like UFOs and aliens and stuff Come like on, that. You know what no stand for. Not of this planet. Yeah, uh, people were saying that. Yeah, yeah. I think Jordan Peele was kind of like, oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Um, Great movie. I would recommend it. Um, I don't think it's his best movie, but I feel like it's a very enjoyable movie for sure. Um, Really feels like a summer blockbuster. Um, There's some, there are some kind of parts in it where I felt like the pacing was off. 
But there were some great moments in there where, like, it builds the tension and you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen next? And then it's some stuff in there that kind of, like, you kind of make sense of, like, why is this in the movie? Right? So, like, there's a character who was, like, a child actor and then there was a incident, you know, and, like, it kind of references back. Um, but Steven, um, how do you say that brother's last name? The brother who played Glenn on The Walking Dead. Um, Steven Young. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, again, he's a great actor. Um, his role was also kind of understated. But, like, everyone in the film, like, like because this film isn't, like, a big, big blockbuster type of film. Um, like, it's kind of like, I feel like with some of Jordan Peele's films, there's things that are going on that is kind of like you have to look at, like, the context clues and kind of, like, make your own kind of assumptions about what's going on potentially. Yeah. Which is what I love about his films, right? I like films that kind of leave you guessing a little bit. Um, I mean, and it did great at the box office too. Um, And again, man, I'm just, every time when Jordan Peele is working a project, I get kind of excited. I'm just like, what is this brother going to do next, right? Because I remember like, I remember watching Mad TV like as a kid and like seeing seeing him on Mad TV, right? Like, damn, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Then he had the Key and Peele show, yep. and, and then he went from that to, like, doing these, like, really big movies, and I'm just like, man, wow, just, like, people like, this brother was hiding some genius there. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And I'm always glad to see people um, doing stuff like that. So um, I would say definitely Nope is is uh, is something to watch. Um, I'll catch it on HBO Max. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I mean, catch it up on HBO Max. I think, and... And I think actually watching that, like watching his movies at home, where you can really kind of digest the movie, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's that's a lot of because it's some. You saw the part where, with the monkey. Yeah, that was no, crazy. Because there's some parts in his movies I want to like, it, like when I first saw Get Out, I was like anticipating it coming out to DVD and like Blu-ray and stuff. Because it was some parts I wanted to like go back and be like, oh crap, like you know, like you stopped that movie in certain places and you're like, oh shit, this was here. Damn, like you didn't even like notice things, right? And it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like these little fun Easter eggs, right, in his right. films, and that's what I love about it. Um, yeah, man, I would say that was probably one of the, I would say the best film I watched this year so far, The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke. I haven't seen that yet. Um, really good film. It's out on demand, so check that out. Oh yeah, that is. Um, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but nope. I, I would say it was probably like a close. Like it's definitely in the top top five. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, yeah. Anything else you got? That's all I got, man. I, and I think we're almost out of time, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well. Guys, that was episode, what we at, 16? No, 17, 17. 17. 17. Yeah, episode 17 of the BMM Podcast. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.